Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ordinary Hero Podcast. Today, I'm using a segment from um, the Patrick Ord interview. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's super cool. He's an amazing guy. Um, there's a couple things I want to point out in this episode as you listen. It's just um, about five-minute clip of what we talked about. Um, but the first part was he wanted to write a book about what he was through, and he had no idea how to do it, and he didn't have the resources or anything. And it was just out of his league, but he said, you know, I'm going to try to do it. I've always wanted to do it. So that was the first point I like to point out, um, because like, go for your dreams. He wanted to write a book. He put in the time and effort and it came and it happened. Um, the second thing is he talks about this guy. Um, his name's Frederick Bastiat. I don't know if I'm saying that last name right, but he has this good like saying that basically you should never profit when someone else fails. Like, so don't you, you shouldn't profit over someone else's destruction type of thing and that's super cool in this he mentions that and i'll let you guys listen see you guys later you wrote a book um do you want to tell me a little bit about that book you wrote oh yeah so yeah i you know it was interesting i was um i was in the real estate development and home building business and there was a market crash in 2008 which basically wiped out our entire company and it was I was I was serving as chief financial officer for our family business my dad was the head of it and and I watched him lose everything um, and I worked for free for a year trying to help him get off some of his obligations and, and get him in a space where he could retire and and, and we kind of did that and we relocated up to Utah from San Diego for another business opportunity where we decided we were going to consult with other companies and it allowed me to work together with him um, so that I could get him in a place where he could retire because uh, he had lost everything. Um, and so we were working together, which was great. Um, it, it was kind of a fixed opportunity. Like, you know, we had one big client. Uh, we were in charge of uh, a big master plan community and they had entrusted us to kind of help to turn it around. But once I kind of got that to a position to, to a point where it was kind of managing itself, I didn't, I didn't feel like I could really leave the opportunity because, you know, I was working with my dad and, and, um, and I want, and, and, you know, I still wanted to get him in a position where he could retire. So I kind of wanted to see that opportunity through. Um, but at the same time, I didn't feel like I was necessarily learning a lot or growing personally. And so with encouragement of my wife, uh, Emily, she, um, she says, well, you've always wanted to write a book. Why don't you, why don't you take some time to do that, you know, in, in some of the free time you have? Um, and so she enrolled me in a local junior college uh, course um, at the local high school. And it was actually just a night, I guess, I guess it was a night course, but it was held at the high school. And, and, and it was all about how to write and all this kind of stuff. And then I read some books on it and I came up with a concept and, and, and a character and a plot line. And then I, I said, okay, I'm just gonna commit to this. I'm gonna write it. So yeah, I wrote and published a book. I published it in 2013. It's called The Curtain. And it was all about, you know, what, one of the things that I guess really bothered me that I saw in society is people that would profit at the detriment of other people. Um, and I thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool if like, 
you know, I could write a book that kind of exposed a lot of these schemes that, that you know, people fall prey to. And, and so that was kind of my objective. And I thought, well, I, I, I want to do it in a fiction format. So it's more story-based so I could reach a broader audience. Um, and I, so I created this character named Henry Maddox and, and he was a professor of uh, a business professor at uh, at a at a, at a, at a, at a at Berkeley University in um, in the Bay Area because that's where all the high tech stuff was, and um, and I talked and I, so I kind of explored all these idea of you know how how technology in particular manipulates other people um, and addicts people to things that are very destructive and um, for for profit of other companies and and so I kind of explored that whole area and actually your dad was really helpful in in giving me information um he, he was your dad read a lot of um a philosopher called his name was frederick bastiat and he was an economics economist back in like the early 1800s and much more libertarian on the spectrum but but he he had this theory it's called the the, the broken window fallacy um, that, you know, that somebody throws like a rock at the window of a shoe store and he, he shatters the window and, and somebody comments, well, that's too bad, but at least it's going to employ the people that are going to fix the window. And, and Frederick Bastiat tells that story and he says, he goes, no, that, there's no profit in, in that scenario. Destruction is not profit. He makes that point. Because what happens is that the person that owned the shoe store, now he's got to spend money doing something that he didn't intend on doing, where he could have reinvested in his business, he could have employed another person, grown his business. That would have been profitable. But when somebody destroys something deliberately, there's no profit. Everybody loses. And, and so I took that phrase, destruction is not profit. And I kind of leveraged that in, in kind of the book. And I kind of tried to expose some of these, uh, some of these, you know, I guess manipulations and schemes where people, they, they profit, but the other person loses. And I said, destruction is not profit. You're destroying somebody else, but you're not profiting. It's a, it's a, it's either a net zero or worse than a net zero. It's a, like a win-lose. And there's ways to construct, um, you know, kind of commerce and, and, and just deal with other people where both people profit, both people are elevated. And, and that's, that's kind of the society that I thought, well, I, I'd much rather live in that society. So anyway, I explored some of those topics and, and, and that's, that's why I published the book.